Welcome to Mysterious Goings On, the podcast about creativity, writing, and mystery. Every week, we talk about all kinds of great fiction and meet the people who write it. We also feature explorations about creativity in all walks of life. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will join you right after this. Hey, this is Alex Greenwood. You know, I've been told for years that I'm really killing it in this podcasting game. Um, actually, I've heard that from my friend Jamie Green. Uh, Jamie, I think you're killing it in the podcasting game. Well, I appreciate that. Yes, we are both natural-born killers for podcasting. And of cocktails. So I think it'd be fun, per your idea, that we get together for a drink and a think about some bizarre Kansas City shenanigans, usually murders. I love it. Let's call it going to Killin' City. Once a month, historic murder, pair it with a killer cocktail. Have a great time. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. Are people who typically say too long didn't read shortchanging themselves in society? Alex Greenwood explores this in his essay, The Unseen Deficit, How Non-Readers Miss the Full Picture, originally published on his substack, All the Fits That's News. In an era increasingly dominated by snap judgments and visceral reactions, the distinction between readers and non-readers has never been more pronounced. It's a divide that shapes our discourse, decision-making, and ultimately the fabric of society. Thomas Jefferson famously couldn't imagine a life without books, yet we seem to be nurturing a generation content to do just that. Frederick Douglass once asserted that literacy is a pathway from slavery to freedom. There are countless forms of bondage and liberation, yet reading remains a cardinal avenue to enlightenment. Despite this timeless wisdom, we increasingly find ourselves veering away from the beacon of rationality lured instead towards the comfortable gloom of tribal dogma. Let's explore the stark contrast between emotional responses and informed opinions. At the heart of our societal discourse lies a fundamental dichotomy. On one side we have visceral, often unexamined reactions driven by emotion. On the other, there is a nuanced understanding that is forged through the reading of diverse perspectives. Emotional responses, while a natural human reflex, serving our basic needs can lead to skewed perceptions of our social and political landscapes. Consider our economy. At this reading, it boasts the lowest inflation rate in the Western world with falling gas prices and the decreasing cost of a Thanksgiving dinner. Despite this, a disconcerting majority feel we are on the, quote, wrong track, unquote. This paradox may well stem from a culture increasingly influenced by non-readers who issue expert opinions and the foundational value of reading, opting instead for the facile comfort of tribalism. Comprehensive research, perhaps through polling, is needed to explore this cultural shift and its implications on societal perspectives. Relying solely on emotional responses as our navigational tool for complex social and political issues is misguided. Reading, by contrast, serves as a sieve. It filters raw emotion through the mesh of reason, context, and evidence, leading to more grounded and informed opinions. Reading transcends the simple decoding of symbols. It is a profound exercise in empathy 
that propels the mind through the vastness of human experience. The avid reader takes in an array of perspectives from a variety of resources and sources, literature that moves the soul, journalism that educates, and scholarly work that provokes thought. Such a rich tapestry of content is crucial for nurturing informed and nuanced viewpoints. While emotion gives life to logical arguments, it is the critical thinking fostered by reading that allows us to discern between manipulative rhetoric and genuine persuasion. Stories imbued with the richness of human experience and emotion often guide us more effectively than mere data. They beckon us to empathize, to share in the happiness and grief of others, thereby seamlessly integrating new insights into our consciousness. This emotional engagement has the remarkable capacity to solidify ideas introduced through logical argument into deeply held convictions. Critical thinking, the most valuable yield of consistent reading habits, enables us to navigate complex ideas and guard against the allure of simplistic narratives. In the realm of discernment, critical reading and thinking function as complementary halves of a unified whole. Through critical thinking, we monitor our comprehension of the written word. When confronted with nonsensical or reckless statements, we are compelled to examine the text more rigorously. Critical reading then takes center stage, allowing us to parse the language carefully, ensuring that our interpretations are not derailed by the trivial or unfounded. This disciplined approach to reading and thinking is our best defense against being duped in business, misled in personal relationships, and swayed by political sleight of hand. It arms us with a robust shield of skepticism and a sword of insight, empowering us to cut through deception and hold fast to truth. Social media's cacophony often drowns out nuanced analysis with catchy yet hollow sound bites, leaving society vulnerable to misinformation swayed by emotional appeals rather than informed debate. Consider the alarming trend where a repackaged manifesto of the infamous terrorist Osama bin Laden gains traction on TikTok, misleading a significant swath of Generation Z viewers into misinformed views about global politics. This is not only preposterous, it's profoundly perilous. Forsaking reading for the consumption of one-sided propaganda is akin to relinquishing your autonomy as a discerning, accountable individual. In doing so, you forfeit the very essence of what it means to be an informed, thoughtful member of society. Look no further than the cautionary tale of Sam Bankman-Fried, born in 1992, uh, known as SBF. He's an American entrepreneur and convicted felon who founded the once-celebrated cryptocurrency exchange FTX, but faced a downfall due to fraud and mismanagement, leading to his arrest and conviction on multiple criminal charges. I'm addicted to reading, a journalist said to the erstwhile multi-billionaire in a recently resurfaced interview. Oh yeah, SBF replied, I would never read a book. I don't want to say no book is ever worth reading, but I actually do believe something pretty close to that. If you wrote a book, you effed up, and it should have been a six-paragraph blog post. Says it all, huh? The perils of eschewing reading for emotional reactionism are not merely theoretical. Consider the public's response to crises like the COVID-19 pandemic, where fear and misinformation proliferated in the absence of robust, informed dialogue. There are also the outright lies being propagated about the 2020 presidential election as we speak. 
Real-world outcomes, from the eradication of smallpox to advances in renewable energy, are underpinned by a populace informed by extensive reading and analysis. The discovery of DNA's double helix structure, pivotal in genetics, arose from James Watson and Francis Crick's careful examination of their predecessor's work, including Rosalind Franklin's X-ray diffraction images. The decline in smoking rates, there's an example, following public health initiatives against tobacco usage was informed by decades-long research linking smoking to lung cancer. Each of these instances exemplifies how a reading-informed populace is essential for progress and informed decision-making. In our pursuit of informed opinions, we must balance the vibrancy of emotion with the depth of reasoned analysis. Emotion colors reason, adding depth and relevance to our conclusions. The goal is not to eradicate emotion, but to integrate it with informed analysis, achieving a balance that resonates with both the heart and the mind. Championing educational reforms and media literacy is essential to bridge the gap between readers and non-readers. Developing platforms that honor diverse perspectives is crucial. Such efforts will foster a society that doesn't merely value reading and informed conversation, but regards them as vital instruments of civic participation. Those who declare, I don't read, or succumb to the too long, didn't read mentality are not just shortchanging themselves, but they're also stalling the progress of human development. TLDR may just end us all. The road to a more enlightened society is littered with dog-eared pages of books, articles, and essays. This path requires a dedication to acquiring knowledge through reading. Let us heed this call to action, to harness the strength of well-informed views, to acknowledge the profound influence of reading and to aim for a future where every contribution is enriched by the vast and varied fabric of human insight. As the legendary humorist Mark Twain said, the man who doesn't read good books has no advantage over the man who can't read them. All the Fits That's News is a reader-supported publication. To receive new posts and support Alex's work, consider becoming a free or paid subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. Ah, the season of giving is almost upon us and nothing speaks to the holiday spirit quite like the written word. Mysterious, suspenseful, and sometimes downright thrilling. If you're a faithful listener of Mysterious Goings On, and I have to assume you are because you're listening to my voice right as we speak, we've cooked up something special just for you. So grab a cup of hot cocoa or some cider, tune in and listen up. We're doing a holiday book giveaway. We're giving away a collection of riveting books that have one thing in common. They've been featured on your favorite podcast, Mysterious Goings On. And because we love our listeners, there's a cherry on top. There's even going to be autograph books by yours truly, J. Alexander Greenwood. This is your chance to score some great books for the readers on your holiday season list. So here's how you do it. It's very simple. Go over to jalexandergreenwood.com. That's the home of my work and the John Pilot mysteries and all my other books and writings. And join our email list. You just go to the homepage, scroll down. You'll see a place where you can enter your email. Then once you get the email in your inbox, you have to verify it. And boom, you're in, right? Trust me, your inbox won't regret it. You will only get periodic emails. I won't be bothering you every day. That's so obnoxious. It'll just be to let you know whenever we have a new post on the uh, blog for the site or if we have special announcements. And of course, we also have giveaways and discounts that are available only to people who subscribe to the list. 
sign up there or if you're already signed up there you're already in for a chance to win hey do you want to up the odds you can earn extra entries by sharing our social media posts about the giveaway each shares an additional roll of the dice in your favor so even if you win the grand prize let's say you're still up to win another prize pack so we're giving away several so this is kind of a cool thing all you have to do is screenshot your share and send it to me, alex at alexgpr.com. It's that simple. Just screenshot it, say, here's an additional entry for you, Alex. I shared this on my Facebook, or I shared this on Insta, or I shared this on Twitter, wherever you want to share it. Okay, here are the things. The dates to remember, you got to mark your calendar now. This giveaway kicks off on November 1 and runs until December 7th, 2023. And here's what you can win. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to have three different prize packs. Okay, second runner-up scores one book by featured author and one book autographed by me. The first runner-up takes home two books by featured authors on the show and one autographed book by me. And the grand prize winner receives three books by authors who've been featured on Mysterious Goings On plus one autographed book from me, J. Alexander Greenwood. I mean, think about this. There is enough there for you to, to give away all of these and make so many people happy, or you can just, uh, you know, hoard them for your own self. And uh, who will know and who will blame you if you do? Okay, what's the fine print? Well, unfortunately, we can only ship to addresses within the United States. To our international listeners, we promise we're working on ways to include you in the future. I could probably swing a thing where I can give away a free copy of one of my books on ebook. If you're part of this mailing list, you will be notified when those books are made free on Amazon.com, and you can just go get them. So there you go. And that's it, folks. It's a giveaway that's as simple as it is rewarding. Join us in celebrating not just the mystery genre and the thriller genre and the suspense genre and more, but the spirit of the season. And don't wait. These books won't read themselves. And in the world of mysterious goings-on, you never really know what's around the next page. Good luck, and as always, keep listening and keep reading. Thanks for joining us on Mysterious Goings-On. Be sure to follow Mysterious Goings-On wherever you get your podcast and never miss an episode. Don't forget, you can get the links to books and other things mentioned on the show at mgopod.com. Until next time, keep reading. Keep reading.